Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. Forever. Dog. Hello, entire world, not just the internet. Welcome to another episode of the Dark Tank Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Udoye Travis. You guys, okay, yeah, you know. Uh, I'm sitting here with uh, with three very funny comedians. Um, we've got Shalewa Sharp. Hey, Shalewa, how you doing? Hey, Udoye, how are you? Oh, I'm good. That's I'm good. good. It's always good to see you. Um, Ashton Womack, how yes, you doing? Hey, Udoye, thank you for having me. Oh, good. thanks for being here, very conveniently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just nothing else to do, I guess. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, and our gentrepreneur for this episode is uh, is Janet Hyde. Hello, Jan- Hello. Janet. Hello. How are you? <laughs> what an honor to be here. Yeah. Oh, I'm very excited to see what uh, what nonsense you have for us. Um, <laughs> uh, this episode, I don't. I guess we're going to be talking about uh, segregation. And is, yeah, and right? segregation. Yeah. Have yeah. you been segregated at any point in your life? Is that I've not. Well, I mean, I've lived in some very white places. Yeah. Uh, a lot of my life and some places that were not quite so monochromatic uh-huh. and um, Wait, like what where have you lived like now I live in Brooklyn so you know there's all of the people uh, which is nice Wait, what part of Brooklyn do you live? I live in Flatbush. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, that counts. Okay, <laughs> say like it really depends what part true, of that's true. There you're are in. very monochromatic parts of Brooklyn for sure, yeah. but even if you live in one of those neighborhoods. I think New York is one of the few cities in the country that, like, you can't avoid seeing people who don't look like you in your day-to-day life. That's true. It's weird because it looks, uh, I feel like it, um, it's such a small city that you kind of cross paths with everybody, but, like, as far as where people live, it still feels kind of, like, huge. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is a small city. It's the smallest city in the world because you'll see, like, your second grade crush here. You're like, what? What? You're in New York? (laughs) And then you won't see anybody else from, from, from months. You can see, you can see somebody not doing uh somebody for like six months because they stay in flatbush and uh, you mm-hmm. said you stay in flatbush and it's like a black area yeah so i like if I, if a realtor was to describe my neighborhood they'd probably say prospect Leffers gardens but i very <laughs> okay. specifically try to say flatbush because mm-hmm. that's what it is right that's where i'm from so you're absolutely right it's flatbush. but it's like yeah. definitely a gentrifying yeah, for sure say, like still black plenty Brooklyn. but yeah oh, no yeah. no you gotta yeah they're out there Mm-hmm. Yeah, my yeah. little That's micro neighborhood still feel like the way in which it's gentrifying doesn't feel super gross because a lot of the hip cool places are black owned businesses. And it's mm-hmm. like there are yeah. I mean, there's a lot more people that look like me there now in my building than when I first moved in almost four years ago. And I don't love that. But it also feel it doesn't feel like rapid people are being pushed out. It feels like it's changing, but in a way that it feels like people that have lived there are participating in. Right. It still feels like single white people with bright sneakers right yeah instead of families <laughs> right it's right, not right. families it's not families it's, not it's yeah. still like the young families, people the mm-hmm. families the vast majority of families in my building are black families or mm-hmm. latino okay. and it's, so it's like yeah there's like okay. a single white women yeah so like the <laughs> yeah, people yeah, that yeah. can be chased out at any time <laughs> <laughs> yes precisely yeah oh right. shit they got that cop they get the cops on the phone asap <laughs> <laughs> oh man um yeah i don't because I feel like a, just one of the big issues that I have personally is like a lot of people assume the South is like way more 
segregated and racist than anywhere else in the country. And it was like, no, we kind of. Oh, I've lived in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> I live in Texas. Yeah. I live in Houston, Texas, which is like one of the most diverse cities in the country. It's, it's we're definitely not segregated at all in uh, in Texas. Well, actually, yeah, yeah you, yeah, you are. But well, I mean, I also it. lived in Austin. So okay, Austin. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. that. There's Austin's, mm-hmm. Austin's the worst. Okay. The one, the one city in the country that's popular, like African American population, is declining. Yeah, we're leaving yeah. in droves it's from Austin. Such a yeah, yeah, it's uh, they all and they come to Houston, but Austin is like a the liberal spirit. It's kind of actually like what uh, the, the the big metaphor for what like liberal flight into mm-hmm. big cities like that is like they all they they purport an image of being helpful and we're here to uh help out minorities but they use their doc martens to kick out all the <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> just start a little brewery and <laughs> march around in my boots um yeah i used to i don't know i used to live in la and um it's just one of the most like like weirdly segregated. Places. I can't like, find I the black say, people to save my life really? every time I go to LA. I know they're there. <laughs> I know they're there. They have to be. I've heard the music. Yeah, I've seen yeah. the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're out there, but they are in an area, and it mm-hmm. is just the area. And there, I don't know where the train oh. track is. I always assume there's <laughs> tracks, but mm-hmm. I mean, like, and I mean, like, and where I was staying, uh, where I normally stay when I go to LA is already going to be. Mad white because it's because uh, it's West Hollywood, yeah. so it's extremely uh, white. I thought you were gonna say because you believe in yourself. Nope, no, 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 not at all. Right. I mean, I do, but I ain't got nothing to do with West Hollywood. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like, uh, it, uh, I've been, I once spent a month in LA just trying to get my brain right, and that's not the place to do it because, um, I mean, it's a perfectly fine place. It's just very dark in a way that you can't put your finger on, mm-hmm. and it's certainly not the people. Um, <laughs> and so I, I really was just like, well, I mean, where do white people go to listen to rap? At, at, by the end of the month, I was like, I mean, someone must do something, something rhythmically uh, in LA. Because, I mean, is, it's, yeah. it's crazy... What is segregated in LA where everybody talks about it like it's like this literal demon place like I've never been No to no LA. it's oh, not I it's mean, just it's a there's a there's an overall darkness it just feels like um ev- someone has been murdered in every house yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean Yep yes very You know much so. like the black yeah. dahlia in every single house yeah, is what those it like, feels like Those like but hillside it, views Yeah like, oh, somebody's definitely at the bottom of this hill Absolutely <laughs> Yeah but the, it's not that I mean like someone's been killed in every house just about everywhere but <laughs> it's that it they there. they but. work so hard to act to like be to act like cheery. nobody like, got like killed. No, there. Like everything oh, is like just like for housewives. Type just of, is very. Yeah. True. I mean, like, and also, no one's supposed to be there. Just climate-wise and the way the land is, none of those flowers are mm-hmm. supposed to be there. Whoa. Yeah, no, you know what I mean. It's oh, the yeah. desert. It it's, was so funny to me. People were talking about California segregating. I'm like, where y'all gonna get your water from? What are you doing? <laughs> what do you think is gonna happen? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, it's, you're gonna. You're gonna become Mexico again in, within a week. <laughs> that's how that. That's what happens. Yeah. So it's it. You know. I mean. But a, a lot of, um, a lot of cities that are not the South, um, just really do, crap on the South for being. No. Being and I mean, right. like, but really, a lot of those places, there just uh, aren't people of color. 
around. Yeah. And so, like, I grew up in New England, yeah. very white uh-huh. town and region. Right. Not to say that there aren't obviously place like people of color there or cities where there might be a little bit more diversity, but it's easy to be like a smug liberal northeasterner mm-hmm. white mm-hmm. person that doesn't know any black people yeah and be like well i'm not racist because i don't make racist jokes and i i don't think that like black people are not you know equal to me so therefore i'm fine yeah. so it's like yeah. oh but you actually don't like the reason <laughs> that the south has this like reputation i mean there's a lot of reasons obviously but like when people are interacting with each other and disagreeing and having shit go down like right. that's Great. where we see racism <laughs> But it's like it just looks different in, in cities like Boston, where it's like mm. people aren't coming into conflict with each other because they're never coming into con- into contact. Yeah, yeah. And so it yeah, just, Chicago's yeah. the same way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just pockets of neighborhoods. And I mean, like, you know, Yodoya and I are Atlanta people, and I mean, like, even the most racist white dude loves outcasts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like that's just how yeah. that but goes. But you guys also came from Atlanta. That's like that's the, to me. I didn't grow up in Atlanta. I've been in Atlanta like twice, but it's so. So black and affluent. I don't know if that's a stereotype of Atlanta, but when you go there, I'm like, damn, this. No, I mean those housewives are working hard to make you believe that. Uh, Well, I didn't. But don't, don't get it twisted. Okay, maybe I had like sparkly eyes because I went to the Atlanta underground and I was just like, yo, this is tight. Then I came up and saw like motorcycle gangs all black, and it was just like. Everything mm-hmm. had a my, yeah, my cousin is in one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they let him roll through. Absolutely, yeah. I was like, you guys For got sure. power. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Uh, so to me, when I saw it, I was like, no, this is. To me, I thought it was upper echelon. Now, granted, yeah. it could be a stereotype that no, I'm. No, it's yeah. still upper echelon. Yeah, it is like it is the mo- the highest percentage of black owned, uh, like or black CEOs, I think, in the country. Mm-hmm. So how so, is like, that? To, so, but I mean, like, but that's still on. That's still based on the parameter of, of black. Yeah. Yeah. So if we have to unfortunately compare it to overall whiteness, yeah, no, it's it's not. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, you know, you just. It is still, I think, the highest wealth disparity in the country right now. Or or, um, close to. Yeah, it's up there. I'm just imagining y'all coming from Atlanta and then coming to like cities like maybe coming like New York or Austin and then seeing, damn. Uh, motherfuckers really don't fuck with us like that. <laughs> I'm from Atlanta. No, no, I, I'm from a place where I was a yeah. king. Okay. No, oh, you were in yeah. no way. Nah. No. The, <laughs> so you knew, no. the train in Atlanta yeah. goes in two directions. For, yeah. Because oh, people shit. don't fuck because, with us. Because yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, and I mean, like the last time they expanded was to get to the airport, mm-hmm. and that was like it. Like oh, they're not okay. trying. But to, the, the train in the airport is the most efficient public transportation in the city. That is it. Damn. Oh, so, so and, get out of Atlanta. Yeah. All anytime right. I anytime I talk to a, a white person who says they have family in Atlanta, I always ask where. Where? Alpharetta. One Alpharetta mm. or Marietta, 100% mm, of the time. Mm. And that's like where the white people are. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> not well, and, really. and they and their um offspring have uh started to move into the city proper. Mm. So, um a lot of the things that had any sort of um weird Atlanta flavor to it where it's just uh, just a strange mix is kind of being um, whitewashed out and also kind of um, I don't know it's just it's not what you're thinking no matter what those housewives are working uh, (laughs) to have you believe so when I go to zone 6 and I'm like yo this is what T.I. made uh, it's gonna be all uh, fucking nice house, just white people everywhere. Um, slowly but surely, what? they uh, they, they are making their way. I used to be terrified. Like of, 
No, you can still be scared. <laughs> well, yeah. Only because Ti, I'd be like, yeah. damn, Ti, yeah. Gucci well, baby. If it help, if it helps, uh, the all, a lot of that property is being bought up by white nationalists. Whoa, I thought you were gonna say like Ti. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that no, no. Shit took a switch. It was like a big. <laughs> there was a big push in Atlanta recently where like they're just like buying up a lot of property. And I stone, yeah, that makes sense. And what is it called, Stone Mountain? Uh, mm-hmm. Isn't that just a monument to fucking white? Yeah. Man? Whoa. I used to go to uh, here, I'll tell you because that is where I grew up. I grew up seeing the mountain from my Same. window. So, I know yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was Don Glover before you were mistaken for Don Glover. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally, did everything he did oh, ten years earlier. <laughs> like, awesome. like rival elementary school. Oh, he went to the same high school my sister went to. What? All of that shit. Um, but when he did it, there were. There were definitely more black people. Yeah. When I did it, they still had the busing system. Did mm. you hear of the M to M busing? So. They had a busing system. And I mean, I got out of high school in like 1990. So this was like late 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, a busing system called um, Majority to Minority. And so they just called it M to M. So when I was going to school out in Stone Mountain, uh, the majority of the black people in my school were M to M students, so they were being bussed from like uh, Southwest um, DeKalb County to where I was living. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and then I only saw it working that way, except yeah. once there was a white guy who played football on my high school team, and he was bussed to a black high school because they had better options for him oh, as a wow. football player. That's the only reason. <laughs> wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Insane. But, yeah, I mean, I can, the but now the, na- the neighborhood damn. of Stone Mountain, which is so funny to me, is a um, majority uh, um, black and Latino, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have, like, a laser show where they project funny little things on the side of the mountain. And... Um, and it's every night in the summertime. And there's a whole, like, Elvis singing Dixie as they mm-hmm. outline um, the three Confederate Army heroes on their horses. Heroes. They outline they them. Yeah, heroes. Walk. Heroes <laughs> walking away to lose. Um, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, and so, like, uh, so the last time I went was maybe, like, ten years ago. Um, just yeah. to see how it was. Yeah, I'm like, how is this rock now? Yeah. And so the the crowd sitting there is just a bunch of black and brown families, just watching, watching that. You know, and I mean, they switched it up. Like now they have like an outcast song in it, and I was like, wow, I worked here when I was 15, <laughs> and I was just used to seeing, you know, Devil just rednecks, rednecks fucking on the hill. And now they yeah. have while I was trying to, and now they just have black kids fucking on a hill but it's still but Elvis, <laughs> the Elvis part is still happening it's still devil went down to Georgia yeah still it's devil like went weird. down to Georgia every time no man. one's yeah, talking about getting insane. man yeah man, you ever just think like maybe one day uh, Donald Glover and, uh, and the two of us were just looking up at the same <laughs> the same <laughs> image of Robert E. Lee <laughs> I once um, I once uh, was leaving my dad's house to get my hair cut um, a couple of years ago and he, by that point my parents had moved to the other side of the mountain uh-huh. uh the east side of the mountain mm-hmm. and so i was driving and you could really see the mountain just coming up and i was like man this whole thing is problematic but it was a beautiful sunny morning i was like you look real nice today stone you know <laughs> and so i get to get um the barber shop to get my hair cut and my barber was like 45 minutes late 
And when he came in, he was like, I'm sorry, y'all. They're having some rally over on the mountain. I got caught in, cr- in clan traffic. <laughs> and I was well, like. At least that's the only thing you got caught in. I was in. like, okay, that's weird. But then I had to go the opposite direction, but past the mountain. And sure enough. There was just Clan. all, yeah, wow. and I was like, oh, wow, because when my family yeah. moved over there, they didn't have the laser show yet. The Klan was still doing rallies on the top of the mountain wow. in 1980-something. Of yeah. course, a place That's... so considered, so black like Atlanta would have the biggest presence of KKK. Mem- like, That's a where ra- it was founded for the second time. For the se- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know. Let's bring it back. It's funny <laughs> to me because the last time I climbed the mountain when I was a kid, I remember getting all the way up to the top and looking out over, just over mm-hmm. Over uh, Stone Mountain and just being like, wow, you can see the McDonald's from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that story sounded so metaphorical. As soon as I climbed on top over racism, yeah. I noticed there was a McDonald's in my yeah. front. Just burning French fries. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can't believe y'all haven't petitioned to get rid of that mountain. That I, there was a petition. Honestly, fucking leave it. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, like, it's I mean, not... There was a petition to get uh, Outcast put on the mountain. Yeah. Which I thought would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't say... I mean, they just got in the laser show. There's no way. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's, that's not push it. It's going to... Yeah. Yeah. Let's not push it. You know what I mean? Isn't uh, Lil Nas X from Atlanta? I think he should be on. I don't know. Oh, like, we'll give it time. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> you a know, fair thing. time. Him and Billy Ray Cyrus. He'll yeah. probably figure out a way to etch himself onto it. Yeah. yeah. It has to be Outcast, Gucci, uh, Young Jeezy. And Big Meech. Those are the ones <laughs> I would uh, vote for. That, that all would be terrible to me. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I don't like any of them. But, yeah. uh, you know, but, I mean, sure, fine. I mean, if I guess if the kids need something no, on the mountain. Right. Yeah. But personally, I, I say um, leave it up. Yeah. But they should adjust all of the things that go with it. Like mm-hmm. there's a train, a ride that's just a train that goes around the mountain. And it used to be just like the story of the... Civil War, you know, I mean, like, let's right. adjust the story, right? Like, tell what the real story yeah, is. Yeah, tell the whole yeah. story. Be like, this is a monument to slavery and racism, yeah. and that's, and that's bad. That's let's talk bad. about yeah. how this was bad. But it's bad. also a huge. It's been up like forty-five yeah. years. No, uh-huh. It's a huge piece of granite. We're not going for. I mean, just yeah, know yeah. that You're this is yeah. this is a mistake. But the funnel cakes are good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, adjust in that way, or yeah. just like. Maybe I, I imagine they're probably just trying not to mention it at all, yeah. or they're just standing <laughs> tough. Racism. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, right. yeah. Don't say anything. About the it's big hard to say, but I say I say uh, kind of leave it up and yeah. reckon with it. Because if you take it down, then no one's going to talk about it. Right. Yeah. And you got to talk about it. Yeah. One of the funniest things uh, that ever happened to me was a dude who had like he kind of like uh, like fucked me out at like thousands of dollars. Uh, he offered me a job that didn't come through, and we didn't talk for months because I wanted my <laughs> I wanted my several say. thousand dollars. Yeah, um, and after Charlottesville happened, uh, which is not how how an apology should start, um, <laughs> he he texted me. He goes, "Hey man, I'm gonna drive down to uh, Georgia because we were both from Atlanta." He goes, "I'm gonna drive down to Georgia, go to Stone Mountain, and fuck up the mountain." <laughs> I'm like. With what? <laughs> With what? You know, you know, a good thing, a good tool for fucking things up is rocks. The thing, <laughs> the thing mountains are made of. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna... like a symbol towards helping black people or racism? How about just pay me? You'll yeah. really be helping. Give me eight thousand dollars and we'll be good. Yeah, you <laughs> solved racism. Like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? 
Man. What a weird thing. Hey, dog, I ain't going to pay you, but I am going to dye these KKK members' flags pink. They ain't even going <laughs> <laughs> to recognize. We should be square then, right? Yeah, we're yeah right. Like we good? <laughs> yeah, right. I think we're good. We'll be good. We'll be good. We'll be straight. Can I, can so I make anyway. my pitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... <laughs> So all that being said, <laughs> now it's time. How do you fix now, it? Let me talk now. Um, no, so you talked about busing mm-hmm. as sort of the like mm-hmm. a tiny piece of this idea. So yes. as I was talking about before, like I grew up in a totally white area, and there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of white Americans that don't know anyone that's not white, mm-hmm. and that I think is the core problem of racism (laughs) is that and i and i just to draw a little parallel i think we've seen in the last 20 years like amazing strides being made in gay rights and acceptance of people of different sexual minorities or whatever like there's Mm -hmm. been a lot of progress in a pretty short period of time yeah and i think a lot of that is attributed to everyone knows a gay person statistically speaking your neighbor Mm -hmm. your cousin someone in your family and by sheer exposure to a human that is this kind of human you're like okay well jerry's okay so maybe the rest of them are okay too and then it's kind Mm -hmm. of like the osmosis that builds acceptance and understanding of someone that is different from you and i think that the fact that there are so many white people that just truly like maybe they there's like one black woman in their office or maybe like their barista or something but they don't have any true authentic relationships with any person of color that I think is a major barrier and obstacle for people like just viewing someone as a total equal human that like yeah. is complex and whatever. So my solution, my proposal <laughs> is sort of like a year of service program where uh, young kids, like teens, college age um, can opt in to a paid sort of like an internship where you befriend white people. So you would move to Wisconsin or Vermont or wherever it is for a, let's say, two-year period of time. You've got, like, room and board covered. Uh, Maybe there's sort of, like, a job component that, like, helps hook you up with a job. Um, Maybe there's a stipend involved and that you become friends with white people that opt into the program as well maybe one tier because there's a lot of people who would be like amped um, <laughs> to do that and so you're being compensated for your time and it's just you're, it's not like there's an educational component you're just being kind of implanted into a community but with the like expectation that you're going to try to actually build relationships with people and that that and like after you're done you can totally leave or if you've come to love your new home maybe you hang out um you could do it in sort of like duos or pairs so you go with a friend so you're not like totally isolated and that this sort of builds more of a web of people who actually know each other to have organic relationships it's not a foreign exchange program it's like a domestic exchange right program. Domestic yeah exchange. domestic yeah, exchange right. program but that is tied to financial compensation which i think right. is a critical element of one why would somebody subject themselves to it and also low-key reparations <laughs> <laughs> you still gotta work for building, reparations building yeah <laughs> so this is i mean this is like yeah. supposed to give us reparations. <laughs> <laughs> not visit white yeah. people Listen, do we I get am, extra money on I top of this fully yeah. on board. the 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 like financial scheme of it i don't have totally worked out mm-hmm. i'll admit okay. um, <laughs> but yeah i think that like 
it's segregation is a thing that happens naturally of like you want to talk to the people that you know yeah, so, and yeah, we self-segregate and we self segregate and so the, all the cities that we were talking about before mm-hmm. that like st- like Austin is an example I use a lot because I lived there for a while and I love it it's, it's a cool place it has some real problems yeah. and like the history of forced segregation is a huge part of like they truly drew a line of the highway in like the 30s or something mm-hmm. they're like all right all the black people move to this side of the highway or we will not connect your house to power like they denied city services and so everybody moved to the east side east austin became this like thriving cultural center and now it's like gentrified out of existence and so texas it's like you know there's legitimate problems there that were for segregation but then also like the austin that i lived in which is like you know white hipsters Mm -hmm. i worked in a job where I taught children how to cross the street. Um, and I would go to visit <laughs> no. elementary schools all over the city. And I speak Spanish, so I would do half of it in Spanish. And I was, like, telling a friend about this. that, And that my friend was, like, super surprised of how much Spanish I did in my job. And I was like, have you seen the children of Austin? Because <laughs> <laughs> most of them are brown. And then I realized, I'm like, no, he actually hadn't. Because the neighborhoods that he exists in mm-hmm. are so segregated that yeah. he – truly could experience the city and not realize what the like census would tell you about who actually lives there yeah yeah no because if there were more black people or people of color in austin they would have stopped that slogan keep austin weird a long time <laughs> 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 no, like, we need a new slogan though yeah <laughs> the white people definitely made that slogan uh, oh yeah but uh no so it doesn't like don't like three other cities have that slogan do this like portland they has portland, like, portland copied Austin. are you ki- are you serious mm-hmm. yeah oh popping ass nigga i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous uh i don't know you yeah um okay so is this know, where you attack the plan is why yes problematic. <laughs> 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 but before that check out the big brain on janet <laughs> Janet, on Janet. Okay, just uh, just so rude. <laughs> just before we move on, just yeah, no, it's important to get that in. Okay, so um, so so I'm clear. Uh, black kids move into young adults i said kids but i meant black like black you know early 20s early 20s yeah or like it could be like let's say 18 to 25 would be eligible Mm -hmm. okay and then you just move into white areas Mm -hmm. in what quantity (laughs) um that would be i think ideally it would be clusters just so that it wouldn't be like a totally in, in, like 100% alienating experience but the the goal is really like to spread as far as possible because there are so many pockets of like there are so many huge areas of this country where it's just like lily white everywhere right and that that is the problem so it's like you kind of do need it to be spread out enough so mm-hmm. I don't know what the exact statistical well, numbers would be like how many people are opting into this program how thinly do we need to spread them? Hmm. I was gonna. Ask, that would be a challenge of the program for sure. I was well, first. I was gonna ask why don't white people move? That's literally to, what I'm thinking. But yeah. then I thought I did this. What yeah. you proposed? I did this, and it was my one year of college. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, yeah. I literally did this, and yeah. then I left. This right. was high school. For um, me. Yeah, this is uh, like this. Uh, this was hi- definitely high school for me. Yeah. Um, and so it it. 
unfortunately puts the work on, on black, black people. people. For sure. And that's yeah. why they are being financially compensated. That's part yeah. like that would be like it's but viewed that, as but that's not that's still not enough yeah. because sure. it's still kowtowing yeah. to uh, the white people's needs. Yeah. They need they to need get to know yes. black people. Um, so bringing some in is not necessarily. They need to get to know black people as people, not as the individual who comes in or a cluster who comes in. So yeah. they need to literally cross the tracks themselves. Yeah, and then, yeah. What if a counterpoint to the program was like a true ability to do like accepting exchange students basically of like not necessarily a direct swap but like mm -hmm. i as a young white person could apply to be like mm -hmm. can i move to atlanta and like be well that's whether just called it's like, gentrification and uh, right no but like put in a like, <laughs> no no because no, no, what no, she's saying i mean like because that uh, yeah. that is also happening um you know there are plenty of um white families who live in areas that are predominantly black um and uh unfortunately they're kind of looked down upon because that would mean that they've fallen on a hard time yeah which is insane <laughs> but uh you know their property values their property, yeah, property. <laughs> yeah so um so like it would need like because here's the thing i don't think white people know how many of them there are yeah. sure so oh they do they, no 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 they don't know because they just it's just normal so they don't think of it as in comparison to other groups so it's yeah. not until they white people need to have that moment that I have when I would go to concerts in the 90s mm -hmm. where I'm looking for the other one. I'm the only white person. I, I, they need to have that moment, but they also need to have their being rely on that, that mm -hmm. it's not a game, that mm -hmm. it's like, I literally need to just just know, just so I can enjoy this Pixie show. I need to know that there's at least two other two other people here mm -hmm. that if shit goes down, although why it would, <laughs> I don't know. But I did drive to Nashville to see this, so where are you we at? Yeah. Where are you at? And yes. um, so that's the thing. And also, I don't think, I think a lot of times white people when they're the they're considered the norm so they don't know how much about them black people already know because we yes. have to right. know it because it's considered the norm right. yes. so um so that's why um there's sometimes props to white folks when they know something that is more of a deep cut, a black mm -hmm. deep cut mm -hmm. than what everyone knows because it's like, yeah, wow, you know, you why know. did okay. you search that out? Like that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So I would like more of that on white people's side. I just, I feel like the white people need to do a lot work. more work. Yeah, if yeah, this was yeah, swapped, yeah. all right, yeah. Let, yeah, you yeah. know, let them go in. But this way it's just like, I'm already. I've already doing, done this, yeah. and it, it's not. It's not great. And it's yeah. also. It's like uh, you got to go in and prove your humanity. See, you're. Uh, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, right. Come on, I came all the yeah. way to Nebraska, and it's like I don't. I don't feel like having to make. And also, we're out there. We're yeah. also in these spots. So when I say cross the tracks, I mean literally cross, cross the track. There's a road. 
<laughs> There's a street, and if you go to the other side of it, that's where the black people are. I went to visit a childhood friend in a small town that she lives in in South Carolina. And the first time I went to see her, I did something where I took a left and went over railroad tracks. And literally, I was like, oh, okay, here's where the black people are in this town. Before I could yeah. find her house, mm-hmm. yeah. I did that and was just like, okay, I don't think I was supposed to go this way. But it's nice to know that it is right this here. way. Yeah. And then did something and turned around and then ended up where the white people were again. And I was like, wow, it's literally, that's <laughs> it. It's right. just yeah. within tr- like four city blocks. It's boom, that's it. It's taken care of. That's how yeah. that works. But um, yeah, so if there was like a way to swap that where white people had to do a bid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Possibly. Because I mean, yeah. Because right, black kids are doing this all the time when yeah. they go right. to schools. Yeah, Right, and that's, I guess, what I... The the level that I'm trying to figure out of, like, mm-hmm. how do we facilitate, like, actual relationships yeah. beyond just, like, my classmate. Because I was in a town where we had, like, 10 or 15 kids bust in from Hartford. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, the, we had, like, one black family in my town. And then all the other kids that weren't white were from this program. And yeah. so... You know, like they were, and they started from kindergarten. So they, I'm from a small town. So, like, they were with us throughout. Right. I, like, if I wasn't aware of this program, I wouldn't have not known that, you know, like they were right. very much integrated into our school, but mm-hmm. didn't live in my town, obviously. Yeah. And so I was like friendly with some of them that were like in my classes. Like, they were as much of an acquaintance as any of any other kid in my class I like got yeah. along with it wasn't my friend but it never like I wouldn't call them my friend because it wouldn't right. it wasn't that deep of a relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. and so just trying to figure out like how what are the what are the situations in which people can truly connect beyond the like oh this is my coworker this is my classmate because mm-hmm. the, of course these situations mm-hmm. do happen right but in a, at, like how do we do that at scale in a way that it's like if I'm and this is something I've like thought about and reflected. Like, I am a white person that like wants to tear down white supremacy and like values people of all different backgrounds and experiences, and would like to have friends of different backgrounds. But how do I do that in an organic, authentic way that's not like tokenizing and creepy and weird and being like, oh, I, I want yeah. a black friend, so how do I get one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, so like the opting in, just the the white exchange for right. sure. I'm I'm happy to accept that as a revision, but mm-hmm. I like. I, yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's that, but also recognizing that there are, like, there are a lot more white people and and white people need to do the work Mm -hmm. for sure. But how do you do that in a way for the people that aren't ready, that Uh are, that are like, whether or not they're like actively racist or like, it's not a thing that they think they need to know more about black people or understand things. Right. So that to me, it's like the tiered program of like, well, there's some people that are going to be like, be friends and they're great. And then, and then it's like, but that person who like the aunt of the, the white mm-hmm. kid that now has a new, like genuine best friend that is black. Right. That's the osmosis part that I think is like the critical. So it's like, oh, Jimmy's best friend that I like, that's mm-hmm. the, like for the person who's yeah. never going like, to like Google stuff. Inject black people and racist people's lives. And that, that, sort yeah. of. Yeah. I think we yeah. should take the most racist stuff them and put, bring them, bring them to uh, East New York. Right. Yeah, so maybe yeah. that could be some sort of no, like, they don't come up missing. You will never see them again. <laughs> oh no! And that's what I was thinking. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that could maybe be some sort of like, the best. if there was, uh, 
like almost like a penalty for racist behavior would be like a time not like should like learn to be transplanted into a place where you are in the minority i think that that is like that's a thing most white people have never had the experience Mm -hmm. of being the only white person in a room right and like it is although i like i had my job where i was talking about where i would like teach the rules of the road and how to cross Mm -hmm. the street like there were definitely times in that job where I would all of a sudden be like, oh, I'm in a gym room, gymnasium filled with people and I'm the only white person in the room. Like, mm-hmm. that's interesting. It's so, like, I mean, I have never had the experience of being the only black person in a gym. I have many friends that have had that experience mm-hmm. and have talked about it. It's not this, like... Yeah, it's not it's the not same. not the same. No. And, I, like, I would reflect on it and sometimes be like, oh, this is cool. Like, I recognize most white people haven't had this experience and probably should, but it's also, like... I mean, obviously, like, I was kind of, like, in a teacher role, so then it was, like, mm-hmm. a lot of kids or whatever, yeah. so there's a lot of different power dynamics there, but yeah. it's just, like, I feel so comfortable all the time, for the most part, in mm-hmm. a way that is totally privileged and I recognize, and, like, I don't feel weird when I'm the only white person in a train car. I'm like, oh, like, cool, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is just a thing that yeah. I notice I'm not, right, like, right, the other right. person, right. but it's... I can I can only imagine that it's a very different visceral experience. Oh, yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I because take... like I'm in the power, like I'm not yeah. threatened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had this happen. Yes, two days ago. Yesterday, two days ago, I was at a I was at a party and a dude saw me, and he got up from where he was sitting to tell me that he thought it was weird while he was watching the NFL draft. Uh, oh, way no. to start a not a great start. Oh god. He was watching the NFL draft. He thought it was weird. That someone who looks like me would be named Eric White of all things. Oh my god! Oh, I think I saw you like yeah, I posted about this. It. Posted it. Oh it. it was a, uh, it was just a very fun experience. And, and his total t- point was just like, isn't it funny a black person was named White? Oh. Yeah. Oh. And he. And oh. he <laughs> that's <laughs> just so nuts. And, <laughs> so nuts. And I just yeah, I just stare back at this dude, and he goes, he goes, sorry, I I came here from Turkey when I was three. I was like, you're thirty. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know things when you were three. <laughs> Bro, what do you mean? Yeah, like, that's that crazy. You've that, been gone long enough. You don't. Right. Speak. That happens. Also, to me like probably. that's not an excuse either. Yeah. <laughs> I've been brought on stage like what the host doesn't know who I am, and they'll be like, "Give it up for Ashton," and then uh, I'll go on stage, and the host will go back on stage, and they'll be like, "I was not expecting it to be him." And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Is like, come on. Yeah, I can't be named Ashton. I don't, uh, yeah. Do you it, think Ashton Kutcher was going to come on stage? Like, yeah, what? <laughs> what did you think it Honestly, was going to be? Honestly, yes, they did. <laughs> they, they, yeah. Mind you, dude said that to me, and he was wearing a dog collar the whole time at a regular party. <laughs> oh, at a, just a regular. This guy's whole brain is un- wired terribly. Yeah. He, was it the white or the Eric that threw him? Was it the, I, yeah, honestly, I wish I could tell you. You know? And, uh... Because people... I mean, I've seen people be thrown by a black person with a name like Eric or Brian or something mm-hmm. like that. And yeah. it's like, what are you talking... Those are... Everybody names their children right. that in America. Yeah. Like, how is... Those right. are just common names. Yeah, common. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're always top 20. Yeah. Always. Honestly, at least, he right. went, at least he just went for, like, the name because he could have showed you the NFL draft and would have been like, doesn't this look familiar? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> does this remind you of anything? I don't know. I mean, you know, my cousin was drafted to the Steelers recently. <laughs> yeah. So it would. It would. So he would have got me there. Is like, uh, uh, this is like a slave draft to you? <laughs> uh, that's usually... That's so, uh, yeah, people are... Um, Finding odd ways to start 
conversations. conversations. Um, yeah. That is very strange. It's a hard thing, but that's definitely not how you fucking do it. No. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, you could just stay quiet. Yeah, no, he told quiet. me about, he told me this, he went into this whole thing about how badass my name was. Oh, oh I hate when people do that. Uh, and yeah, his name was Errol. So exotic. You know, like Errol Flynn? Or whatever <laughs> the fuck. His name was fucking Errol. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> talking that's about a, how, that's a weird name. how crazy my name <laughs> that's is. That's unusual. Yeah, I, I mean, what all of the things we're talking about of, like, I know that it sucks for the, like, I don't think that the burden of, like, explaining these things mm-hmm. should be on black people or people of color, for sure. Um on my so I my podcast I basically try to trap men into these conversations oh, sure. about gender. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and so a thing trapped. I have said a lot, like I have a high tolerance for explaining dumb male bullshit to oh, men. Sure. And I yeah. enjoy it. So I yeah. volunteer myself to do that. And I'm often yeah. I say like, you know, most women don't want to deal with that in the same way that like most pe- black people don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> and nor yeah. should they. But yeah. I feel like th- part of my part of like the thought processes for those who don't mind or who like whatever yeah have a higher tolerance for it, at least like let's harness that mm-hmm. <laughs> compensate that people like, uh... and like create a structured way for it to happen because unfortunately like people do need to be spoon fed at some level and like whether it's like white allies trying mm-hmm. to do it mm-hmm. like that only gets so far yeah. because like it's not my place to explain and so i yeah. i try to do that like when my family members or things like somebody says something like I again I come from like a, a liberal New England family so like I was raised definitely not to be racist but there's still you know mm-hmm. I had to explain my, to my mom the thing of like why asking someone where they're from is problematic oh, in the sure. way like yeah. and she like truly didn't understand that and right. not from a malicious thing mm-hmm. just like didn't get it and yeah. so I very much try to take those opportunities to be like no so this is what I this is yeah. why this sucks right right yeah. right but I think also like you got to hear it from the source so, yeah. sometimes yeah. and I know it's yeah. I know that's well, difficult fighting like getting your parents cuz I I know with my like specifically my dad my dad's definitely like homophobic and he he'll say shit like like we're watching Captain Marvel and he's like just in the middle of the movie he was like I'm starting to think this girl is gay. And <laughs> I was like, Dad, she just it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> based like, on what? Wait, <laughs> her she does get her a haircut. short haircut. She does get a short haircut. But, like just like him arguing, like him arguing with me over something like that. I know it's difficult to just have to try to change your parents' mind, yeah. but you got to try. And it's like. I, I totally get it. It's it's a frustrating thing that you have to keep pushing and keep fighting, which is why I say uh, you guys should just stay in Nevada and explain it to them. <laughs> stay, don't come to the inner cities. Just stay where your parents are until they're not racist. All right? Yeah, I have, a, I have a, also a counterpoint to your proposal uh, is that it's literally what this podcast is. Sure. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> absolutely. It's 100%, 100% what, this, what this show is. Uh, so maybe people in uh, Austin should just listen to my to dark tape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was it's going to be hard for older people because they are becoming set in their ways in a way that they maybe did not expect. And I say that as someone who is probably your parents' age. Um, <laughs> and w- and you have to actively want you have to actively want to stay open-minded. Mm-hmm. And it is yeah. very yeah. easy and very relaxing after living a certain amount of life to just be like, man, this is all just fucking 
and then insert right. whatever group I'm, you yeah. feel I'm like. Twenty eight, I feel like that. Into <laughs> yeah. the, uh, you're not in the mood for it, but like, um, but yeah. So it, they people have to be in the mood for it, and I'm mm-hmm. not. It's it's kind of tough to switch the older mind as it gets more and more set. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So then, in that case, it may not be the young if we were if this was something to be done young people aren't going to get to the older brain right the older person has decided Mm -hmm. y'all know what you're talking about what y'all know about this someone turn on my maze featuring frankie beverly record Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna wrap myself up in the warming hug of uh you know soft racism Mm -hmm. and just ride it on out and so like then it's like well how do you even get through to them and it i it i feel like hollywood tells us that it's going to be something very benign like open a restaurant you know what i mean (laughs) share a couple of recipes and find out that you both like the same sort of green ingredients or something you know what i mean but um but sometimes it may actually be that Simple, not like Green Book, teach a man how to eat fried chicken. <laughs> That's some revisionist <laughs> wackiness. No. But I mean, like it, it may just be, it may just have to be a begrudging thing. It may be, it may have to be even more based than that. Like, who do they feel like fucking? Mm-hmm. If you were to look at the um, porn history mm-hmm. of all your favorite racists, <laughs> oh, I guarantee. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of, what are they calling it now, ebony? There's yeah, going to be a lot of that. Yep. There's going to be a lot of that. So, like, yeah. it's, sometimes it's just, but, you know, like, there are so many things just tied up in it. And then if if you're if you're the group in power, why why change? Yeah, yeah that's the real. Exactly. That's it's the, working that, for you so far. Yeah. So that's the, that's the tough thing. I mean, the Internet has also kind of done a little bit of this and that there are people whose minds have been expanded. And now, I mean, there's a whole generation that grew up in front of a screen. Mm -hmm. So it's what they know. So definitely the personal touch is what is necessary because there are plenty of people who know you're not supposed to touch a black woman's hair, right? Yeah. Countless tomes have been written about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But you also probably shouldn't ask them things like why are the palms of their hands and the bottom of their feet not brown? You know what I mean? Like, that's not a thing. And I was just asked that fairly recently by a 70-year-old woman. Like, that's that's out there. I'm saying, that's still happening. That's not, that's only, that's weird because you had 70 years of opportunity. (laughs) So long, right? (laughs) I mean, that's to my point, though, that there are, there are people living lives that sheltered where they truly haven't had exposure. And like, Again, I'm not excusing yeah. any of that. Yeah, but like, yeah. So you know, if and that I'm, had been like a like a seven year old, like kids that just don't know anything, right? So maybe yeah. maybe I'm revising my plan in the middle, and it should be young children, young children, <laughs> should yeah. be shit because yeah. Yeah. I remember so clearly. And this, please tell me how fucked up this is. Um, there was a segment on Sesame Street that I watched when I was a little girl. I don't know, you know, probably age six or seven, and it mm-hmm. featured two little girls, probably around my age. Um, and it was one of those like silent, like real life segments. And right. it, sh- it was like in a like an apartment in an urban city setting because it's right. a street. I l- grew up in the country. So already that's very different. And it was a, a little white girl and a little black girl having a slumber party. Mm-hmm. 
and they were at the black girl's apartment mm-hmm. and it was just like really sweet scenes of them eating cereal and like the girl's mom doing her hair and them like playing and it was just like a really sweet scene and I was like that looks so cool and fun and like just like one being an apartment as opposed to a house and all sorts right. of things but I was very much like I want a black friend not like, <laughs> yes, in right. a, like yeah. but just in a genuine way of like oh wow they're having fun yeah, and that's like yeah. different from and so like how do we foster <laughs> that feeling without it getting gross and weird yeah it's yeah. like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, just because there's nothing I mean, wrong with being like I want di- like a group saying I want multicultural friends there's I don't think there's nothing wrong with that I want right. a group yeah. of people with vastly different experiences to explain to me I'm I'm dumb okay I, I <laughs> literally poached eggs I had no clue what they were I thought it just meant they actually stole the eggs <laughs> it, it people with different experiences showed me like no anytime I have something dumb it's other people explaining to me like letting yeah. uh, uh, allowing other like being from Texas you're, I didn't know about a huge. I didn't really even know about Jewish people like that. Like I Man. knew Jewish yeah. people exist. Oh yeah, sure, that's a big thing. It, moving yeah. here mm-hmm. blew yeah. my. When okay. I saw the pi- piuses, what uh, uh, is? I don't even know if I'm saying it right. But the hairs that come down. Uh, mm-hmm. It was yeah. all a learning experience. Oh like, yeah, I thought that was just like a stereotype. I didn't think. <laughs> I didn't think that was a real thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, like I. I don't know. Like. I, I don't know. I, I didn't think it was really. I, yeah. like I mean, it's I both it a stereotype and a real thing. Right. As yeah, most yeah, yeah. stereotypes but, are real things <laughs> in Scrooge's <laughs> right. circumstances. Yeah. But like, I saw that episode of South Park where they had him. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was, was just a like, joke. Oh, wow. This feels really like, kind of racist. <laughs> and they were like, oh. oh, no. I guess it actually. <laughs> it yeah. actually happened. But yeah. I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with wanting yeah. a multi. I mean, I guess it can get creepy when you're like, I specifically want. Right. You don't like. Yeah. That's weird. But it's like, just to have those organic connections where it's like there's a way to make that friendship and then that to me is the problem that whatever my pitch is trying to get at is like it can be really hard even if you have the best intentions and you are open-minded and you do want that like Mm -hmm. if you live in you know ohio in an area where there's like no one that's not white in like a hundred mile radius how do we how do we like other than them watching movies you gotta find the folks who are welcoming yeah yeah and, and that and and start from there, yeah. basically. And it also might come with like a little bit of disingenuousness, disingenuousness from like parents mm-hmm. who want that life for their kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it might be like, it's a little weird to be like, hey, other white parent, you want to make our kids be friends, but those <laughs> kids are not going to know the difference. And I think right. like mm-hmm. that might be a place to start. I don't know, well, but yeah. it might be it might come with like just parents and like policymakers, I guess, who did. Draw all the lines that determine what schools you're going to. Right. Just being like, let's actually. Yeah, let's let's stop stick that, to that. Stop redlining. Yeah, 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 that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, like, there obviously have been much more coherent answers to address segregation that have failed. <laughs> <laughs> that like these yeah. policies, oh, like, sure. our schools yeah. are more segregated oh, now yeah. than they were in the fifties. No, none yeah. of this, none of this shit's yeah. gonna work. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's fun to talk about. No, yeah, none yeah, of yeah, it's gonna work, yeah. but it's great. Yeah. Until, it's all money. Until yeah. you, it, it is all money. It's just money. It's it, how do you keep the poor people in middle class fighting by getting them confused with race? And so we're like, race is the big problem when it's like. The maj- you, you said minority majority to minority, uh, mm-hmm. which if if it was really majority minority, it'd be majority would be the poor people. We're dropping the poor people off first, and the minority would be the rich people. That's the real majority minority in the country mm-hmm. is economics. But we've somehow confused ourselves. Into- oh, but this was like thirty years ago when it was. It's, oh, it's a little yeah. more of a play. Like right, yeah, there yeah. was a legit middle class. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. told you. I, I told you. I'm your. I'm I'm your parents' age. <laughs> so time. when we were coming up, there was legit. <laughs> yeah, 
shit. Middle Economic class. prosperity. Yeah, in there America. was a whole. Right. That was a whole thing. What? Now, that was a myth. And then you know, yeah, that was before we were all front. Uh, I yeah. really hope. I really, when you said that, so my topic is segregation. I was like, I hope she's pro segregation. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope she's like <laughs> segregate let's everybody. Let's never each talk. Other. Yeah. Then the That's my plan. Yeah. Yeah. You have to ignore each other. The other room. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was uh, low key. How much racism, how pervasive racism is in society. I literally be like, man, yo, maybe we do gotta segregate so these <laughs> niggas get it right. But uh, that's just my evil, like darkness thoughts. Because no, I mean yeah. that's happening too. That's what that's partially what self segregation is. And a lot of people think um, before desegregation, you you know everyone segregated. So then the black community had to come up with. All the things yeah. that they needed. Yeah. So they did so. Yeah. Self sufficient. You know, owning all of your own businesses, all of that stuff you needed. It's all right there in the town. But unfortunately, I mean, you know, then the government comes, comes through in, and yeah. like drops bombs, bombs on it. Black yeah. Wall and so that's an issue. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. well, I mean, why don't you just let us be segregated? So if you want us to <laughs> be yeah, a part, exactly. then let it's us do our let thing. Like, it. why? Yeah. Now you mad? Mm-hmm. But we yeah. can't use your shit? That ain't fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what are you going to do? It's like any relationship. In a relationship, you don't want to come in. What? I meant, like, it, like just comparing it to a relationship. Like, to me, in a relationship, I want to come in whole and then come meet another person. I've worked on myself. I got all these things, and I'm meeting with this other person, and now we're doing well together. Nah, but, that's some bullshit, kid. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, you're also, like, 28. Come it's cool. 70, we can come it's in cool. 75%. Yeah, no, no, no. Damn. I mean, you haven't you haven't <laughs> had it been shit. obliterated yet where you're just what? dragging in parts, and you're like, oh, what are your parts? <laughs> I think we can make it fit. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. together, I'm still, I, together you form, damn. you know, like yeah. uh, almost person. The, yeah. Our childish optimism. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, hold on to it as long as you can. You don't need it. Yeah. yeah. But I thought I was already obliterated. <laughs> nah, you ain't seen uh, nothing yet, kid. Uh, you ain't seen, your Saturn you just barely <laughs> returned. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. After you're putting A-pegs in C-slots and shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. Just don't <laughs> sit on that corner. Yeah. <laughs> Relationship is great. Just don't lean over there and you'll be fine. <laughs> oh, man. That's very fun. Um, well, um, <coughs> it sounds like we did it. Yeah, we did it. We solved <laughs> it. I yeah. Think we solved, I think we solved oh, great so glad. Time. Yeah. 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 Well, um, I'm really glad we can celebrate our la- uh, final episode of this show. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Who's, who, uh, who would you send? Who'd be the first example? Uh, now, this is a racist question. What black person? Oh, no, you... no. It's total. It's got to be opt-in. That's I, I, part I, of the key. Yeah, like, no, this is not. But, <laughs> oh, no. But no, if you had to. Register <laughs> if you had, if you had then... to pick someone, who would you send? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know any uh, cool black kids under I'm, the age of 25. I ain't going to. So, what? Just, I don't know young people. Yeah, so, yeah, that's yeah. my that's the they're excuse cool. I'm going to use. <laughs> they're sure, they're exactly. all cool. That's they true. are not. We should send them. That's the other problem. That's a pervasive stereotype. Yeah, we keep coasting on this. Black folks are cool. Some of us are not. Sadly, I know we want it, but we're not all cool. That's Not true. everything we do is great. No, yeah. That is, you no, know that's, what we're I mean? entering the age of, of black mediocrity very soon. Uh, I can't wait because I got a manager. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's really going. We really, I'm going to uh, try to bring my best mediocre shit and show that black people can. We're not a monolith. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not a monolith. We, 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 we suck too. <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> Damn. 
I'm excited to suck. <laughs> right? I'm just I'm so excited to be trash uh, and yeah. have people still offer me shit. Mm. Yeah, because all my I, I I know all my ideas are bad. I was gonna say, why don't we send SoundCloud rappers to uh, as our sacrifices and then sure. really just make them way more racist. <laughs> <laughs> just really make them hate. <laughs> I'm gonna say, just send Marshawn Lynch and be like, wow, black oh. people really don't care about <laughs> at us <laughs> at all. Yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> They just don't need us. <laughs> <laughs> that actually that is, may be idea. the way. Yeah. yeah. Sending Marshall on Lynch. Yeah. Just sending um, black folks in who do not necessarily give a shit. Yeah. Because that is the most jarring thing. For sure. Yeah. That is extremely jarring to be considered on top and mm-hmm. then have other people come in and just be like, yeah, we don't care. I think that's partially why white people are losing their minds now yeah. Yeah. because sure. whatever their clout was or is the first it's, inches yeah, yeah they're losing just a little bit mm-hmm. of it and they're just like whoa, whoa 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 we usually just agree on a black guy and a black woman at a time yeah. you're yeah. giving us yeah. too many of yeah. us <laughs> what are you we can't yeah. what are you we're yeah. arguing between the two different sort like we gave you beyonce you took the whole yard now like we can't <laughs> like, still what pushing we, back like what about brad pitt yeah like no nah, bro uh-uh. even Sorry. brad pitt is like you know what? I'm just gonna work a, with black folks now. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I see the light. Quit He's putting like, me I'm in front of it. I'm gonna just fight Nazis once a year and just yeah, right, right. Black that's, my favorite, that's my favorite part about coded language. <laughs> white people are like we're the silent majority, and I was like, I get what, what? So we're loud minorities, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, what? what? Yeah. Precisely that. Precisely that. But yeah. Um. But yeah. So that might be that might be a way that you might want to incorporate that into it as well. Just like. Yeah. Um, young black people coming in and not giving a shit is a way for white people to first lose their shit and then have to figure out, well, how and why, and in yeah. doing so, learning about black people. Now, mm-hmm. where it goes after that, I don't know. <laughs> that That is maybe where you should bring yeah. in the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. You're still going to need the restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Biscuits, I have found. The great unifier. Great, great unifier. unifier. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sausage carbs. gravy, man. Mm-hmm. Sausage gravy. <laughs> this say like yeah, segregation is a good point though. There was some we. It's gonna be hard to put one black person per capita of all these sure. white people. But I get it. I get it. just by being around somebody and being around, being experiencing experience to a group of people makes you more knowledgeable. It makes you feel like oh, I shouldn't be as ignorant as I am. I actually know. I know this person. I know. Uh, this type of person. So I shouldn't be. I I totally get the idea, and I wish it was. I wish the world was as easy as as your idea sounds. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't also, <laughs> the television rights. How is that going to work? What do you? Will this be televised? Oh, <laughs> oh the revolution! Um, I w- oh, please! The revolution has been it very much will be. It's, it's in all the stories. The revolution will I be mean, live streamed. Yeah, absolutely. That's an angle I hadn't considered, but could be a constructive I way mean, to get in, it into it, more. Yeah, households. in thinking about like uh, you know compensation. I mean, For the sure. Obamas yeah. do still have their Netflix deal. Oh so, yeah. Oh, so that is a thing. What if he pitched us to the Obamas for this year? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to watch them though. Yeah, I, <laughs> no. They are, they're on a thing, you know. I mean, we we put them on, on the a pedestal. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, not even a pedestal, just like on the top shelf of a bookcase where the cat can't get to it. And then we just, 
and I just want it to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, Don't just keep it safe. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Keep it safe. Yeah. Don't, I don't want to get in the bubble deep. wrap it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't want to get deep into the you know. Mm-hmm. Let's the more we know about JFK in that situation, the worse we as a country feel. Absolutely. Yes. So let's not do that yeah, with the Obama. Just keep their legacy just just up, absolutely yeah. peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> and just, just put it away. Put it away. Sure. Well, look, guys. Um, I am very proud of what we've done <laughs> today. Um, very happy to have uh, to have solved racism conclusively, and uh, and we can move on with our lives finally. I'm going to start a new podcast about uh, <laughs> how we bring it back, so I can monetize off racism, so I can profit again. Uh, That's where, the American way. Yeah. Where can we find you guys on the internet? Uh, um, you. I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> oh, will you? <laughs> oh, will you now? <laughs> Do I get a sound effect for that? Um, <laughs> nope. I, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I have a podcast also on the Brain Machine Network called Dude Talks to a Lady, where I interview male comics about their jokes about women and gender and try to teach them something. Mm-hmm. Um, and my Instagram is at Janet underscore Hyde, H-Y-D-E. Oh, you were finished. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for that okay. one. Well, well yeah. Okay. Who, Julie, me? Yeah. Oh, um, you can find me on pretty much all of the things uh, at Silky Jumbo. Um, all one word, traditional spelling. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, I have a, I guess I have a site, or at least a Tumblr that's acting like it's a site. Uh, dot com. S-H-A-L-E-W-A-S-H-A-R-P-E. Very important. My ancestors added that E. <laughs> like a generation ago, literally. Um, so you better add it as well. And, uh, I feel like that's enough out of me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you yeah. can find me, uh, Ashton Womack, uh, on all the social medias. Womaxo is my Twitter, W-O-M-A-X-O. And, uh, yeah, that's who I am. All right, and you know I'm Yudoye Travis, you you the host. Uh, I'm at Professor Doye on everything. Professor D O Y E. This is Dark Tank Pod, uh, and you know I'm on a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Forever. This has been a production of Forever Dog and the Brain Machine Network. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, Leif Enochson, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Welcome to Brain Machine Network dot com.